Purple and Purple Insiders, an ASI media podcast that covers the topics that matter most to the promotional products industry. I'm CJ Mitica, Editor-in-Chief, and today I'm joined by three of our ASI media editors to prove the longevity of promotional products. How? By showing off the cherished promos we've had for a long time, some maybe longer than 10 years. So I think it's a fun podcast for us because um, you know, we get to talk about the, the cool stuff that we've accumulated in life, the cool, the cool promo items, items that have longevity. And speaking of longevity, I think all the editors uh, here have been with ASI for, for a while. So uh, just by way of introduction. Are you saying we're old, CJ? Is that, is that what you're saying? We're very old. We're, we're so old that, that I don't know who Jack Harlow is. If you guys saw, saw, saw that clip yesterday, that viral clip yesterday, <laughs> where these NBA refs were asking, who, who's, who's this like, top, like rapper who's climbing the charts? No, no idea who, who that is, but yes, we're, we're all we're all very very old. And so, by by way of introduction, um, I want to have each of you uh, tell us your name, uh, what you do at ASI, and what you specialize in, and then most importantly, how long you've been with ASI. And we'll go Sarah, Chris, Teresa. Okay, so I'm Sarah Lavendusky. I am executive editor of digital content, and I specialize in my beats are sales and marketing trends, health and wellness, the Canadians, all of Canada. So those are my beats. And I have been with ASI for eight years. Oh, that's right. Sorry, I already, I already <laughs> messed, messed up the puff, puff, give rotation that we were supposed to have there. All right. Um, yeah, Chris Rubo, I'm digital news director here at ASI. I've been with the company for 11 years. I, I focus on a lot of our news coverage, which involves how the promotional products and how larger events and business in the world intersect with the promotional products industry. So that's a lot of that's a lot of what I do. Um, long walks on the beach, all that kind of stuff. That's that's a great, good stuff. Over to you, Teresa. I know. How long have you been at ASI? You didn't answer that. I did. 11 years. I said 11 Oh, I guess I wasn't listening. Sorry. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm used to being tuned out by women, so that's fine. <laughs> all right. Sorry. I'm Teresa Hagel. I'm also an executive editor of digital content like Sarah. I mostly write about apparel, uh, technology, and I just launched the promo for the planet page so writing a lot about sustainability issues so that's really exciting and i have been with asi for eight years but earlier today today katrisa uh, somebody floated the the green queen i think not a title uh, or it was a queen of green uh, either way i think i think that's good i think we should add that to your i like it i'll take it awesome <laughs> so yes, empress I... of the environment yep. <laughs> That's the- <laughs> so yeah, as uh, as I mentioned, we're we're talking about the uh, the old stuff that we have, talking about the old stuff that we have. But don't don't leave, please, please don't leave. I, I promise this is going to be interesting. Actually, it's be a, a fruitful conversation, and, and here's why. Um, and for those of us who've been in the promotional products industry, and we've all been in for a while now, uh, we we know about the perceptions of promotional products, uh, the trinkets and trash, the the cheap plastic stuff that that gets gets thrown thrown away. Um, you know, those perceptions are, are very prevalent, uh, but we, we know that's not true. Um, we know about all the great products that are made in this industry and, and how long people hold on to those products for. And we actually have data that backs that up. So we, when we do the, the ad impression study pretty much every year, um, one of the things we measure often is how long those products are, are kept. So on a category basis, whether that's um, t-shirts or bags or power banks, even umbrellas, we know that those products are kept for, uh, on average, anywhere from 10, 11, 
12, 13 months. Um, Crumble outerwear has the, the, the most longevity because it's kept for uh, 16 months on average. So that, that's by, on a category basis. Um, but we also, asked, um, we also asked our survey takers for the ad impression study, um, the longest that they've, they've kept an item. And we know that 40% of consumers keep promotional products for, for more than 10 years. And that's a long time. And so it's, it's, it's great to see sort of that promotional products becoming parts of people's lives that they keep it around for, for that long. And that's incredible value and um, brand impressions because we know that people, consumers, recall the advertiser and promotional product. And it just becomes, like I said, it's a, part, it's a part of their everyday life in so many different ways. Now, it's one thing for us to sort of talk about that and talk about in theory or cite some numbers, um, but it's a great way to, to show some actual case studies, some actual examples of that in action. And so that, that's, that's why we're here today. Um, so I asked each of our editors to round up three promotional products that they've had for a while. 10, ten plus years was the goal, but you know, we wanted, we also, we, not everyone's gonna hit that mark, but we wanted to show cool products that we've had that we've had for a while. And that's the, that's the goal we, that we want you to take away from this, is that promotional products are not just something that people just throw away. They, they keep, they use them, and here, here are some great examples why. So we're going to bounce around the room. Everybody's going to talk about a product, and we're, we're going to talk about what it is, what it means to them, um, where, where they got it, what, why they kept it, and, what, and any me memories maybe associated with it. Because when you're talking, talking about 10 plus years, there are defined memories that people have with these products. So Sarah, we'll, we'll start with you. Sure, yeah. Um, so my first one is from 2009, I wanna say. So this is a shirt from where I went to school, Maculata University, and I got it at the bookstore and they used to have all kinds of different apparel that they'd bring through like every quarter. It'd be like a whole new like slew of sweatshirts and t-shirts, long sleeve, short sleeve. They'd have performance, they'd have quarter zip, they'd have all kinds of stuff. But all my friends and I would get like, we'd pick like one thing and all get the same thing. Usually it was like a, a like a t-shirt. And so it's got the name on the, on the arm too, which I really like. And it just brings back a lot of really good memories of college and it's in really good shape. Like it's just, it's well-loved, it's really soft, but the, the screen print is generally in pretty good shape, even though it's been washed a million times. And it just brings back a lot of good memories of just like hanging with friends and like the, you know, fancy free days of college where, you know, adult issues weren't really present yet. And it's just, it's just a fun sweatshirt or uh, t-shirt. I still wear it a lot. Um, but yeah, it's, it's simple, but it, it just, it states the school and I'm still pre repping my school, um, you know, all these years later, 13 years later. So that's my first thing. Yeah, I, I have a college thing as well, and I'll talk about it in a second, but, um, who, you know, who here has like lots of college stuff still in their, in their wardrobe or in, in their house? For sure. I'm, I'm raising my hand listeners if you can't, if you can't tell, um, like what, you know, college stuff is, is. You know, we, it's like, there's such great memories from this. And I'll, here, I'll talk about my, my items since, since it's, a, it's a natural segue. So I got to stand up a little bit to show, to show this, but it's my Kenyon College intramural championship <laughs> t-shirt. Um, senior year, we were, so we were, Kenyon, Kenyon College is a small school, the Arts school in, in Ohio, where we were about 1,600 kids total. So that's like, wow. the, that's like a rounding error for, for places like, like Penn State and University of Texas. Place like that. <laughs> um, but so, but we 
but they had an intramural program specifically football. And um, I, it, was, it was me and a bunch of uh, a bunch of my friends, some who played on the on the soccer team, but other just you know, guys who didn't play sports. And um, like it, it was it was a very competitive very competitive. We you know we, we definitely like played hard and and won and won to win. And I remember um, the championship game. It was supposed to be us against the the betas, and the, those those are like the that was like the jock frat on campus. Those were all the fo- the football players, right? So like that was the championship game. It was, a, it was like a Sunday, Sunday, early Sunday morning in like in early December. We wake up early. We get like we, we get you know we run out to the field early, get warmed up. We're all excited to go. The betas never showed up. They're they're they too hungover. <laughs> this that had that had such a setup of like a 1980s high school slash college movie you know like i could almost hear the soundtrack in the background you know revenge of the nerds yeah until the point where they did show up but it's still all good (laughs) yeah so we we won the championship by default you know a title is still a title right no no matter how you get it um and so like what we got we got these t-shirts and you know did i did i wear that that shirt like once a week for the like the rest of the college year kind of it was just because i didn't want to do laundry we actually took 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 pride in act in, in in winning that, and so um, whenever whenever I get together with, with with my college buddies, I I always pretty much end up wearing one of my like college T-shirts just because of, of all the memories that that they, they provide. So, and by the way, um, to, to date myself, two thousand four is when when this shirt is from. Still holding up well, actually. Yeah, yeah, that is impressive. That that longevity. I think uh, it's right. really like I I just real quick. I I think it's very interesting that like you know, it's such an opportunity to target colleges because like, like you're saying, like, I still have all my sweatshirts. Like I don't get rid of my sweatshirts. I still have my sweatshirt blanket, like for my dorm room. But the other thing was that like every quarter they would get like all new apparel. So then you'd like get another sweatshirt and another sweatshirt and you don't ever get rid of them. And then you're well loved. I just, it's, you know, it's, it's a great way to, to get your school promoted is by those just a simple sweatshirt. It just brings back a lot of memories. I'm kind of surprised. Maybe other schools do this more, but like, there's not more sort of alumni sending out of like apparel and other things. Like, I like, I, yes, I could buy stuff from the bookstore. Like, and I, I have done that when I've been back to my school's campus. Yeah. Um, yeah. but like, I, like, I was, I, I still wear like my Kenyan stuff all the time. And I feel like for alumni, it's easy to send them something as like a thank you for a donation, right? And it's something they're gonna, they're gonna wear. And maybe other schools are are better about that but that's, a, that's another just great opportunity to continue that, that connection for you know decades after those students have graduated absolutely so all right uh who do you want to go to next Teresa or chris i'll go all right mine is um it's just like a little pad folio well, i think i have some notes in there but <laughs> this was from i believe i got this in like the mid-2000s at a journalism conference um it was for so I used to do like a team section for the newspaper where we would have like it was called uh unscripted I believe and the first year do you remember it yeah <laughs> yes. so Teresa and I used to work together at a newspaper yeah, yeah back in the old days yeah. um anyways so we did so we started this team section called unscripted and myself and another editor we were sent to St. Louis for like it was the the annual conference for people that do teen sections which is apparently a thing 
And I remember there was, they were giving away, there were various like vendors and stuff there and they were giving away some promo products. So I've had this for a while, uh, but it does always make me think of that um, teen section and why you should never start a story with in today's modern society. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that's, that's what the teens like to do. It was always the that most was their general, default. like broad thing. <laughs> and, and Teresa, why why did you keep it? I honestly don't know. I don't like to throw things away. I think that's why. But it is. I actually don't even use it. My husband uses it. It's he stole it from me. So he must he finds value in this nice pad folio. I just I just don't throw things away. So, but it's it is useful. It's definitely useful. Just not by me. But that's the other thing I think we mentioned in our research is that people will often pass things along. If they don't want it, they'll give it to someone else who will use it. So I didn't use it, but my husband does. So that's yeah. like two, two of the big themes like we're already seeing from this discussion are, you know, you, you know, some, sometimes we save things for sentimental reasons, uh, similar to what CJ and Sarah kind of detailed. And then other times it's not necessarily there's a sentimental thing at all. It's just that, hey, this is useful. And, and, and that usefulness um, and the fact that it's durably made gives it longevity. I'm going to keep using it because it's, 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 it's useful. Right, not, right. Not every product has a sentimental value. It's like, oh, I, I, went, I went shopping today and somebody gave, gave me a pen when I, when I went to sign a check, right? Like that, that, that didn't, that doesn't have sentimental value, but from a functional standpoint, yeah, that, that's a huge selling point. So, so mine, I'll, I'll jump in, has both a functional appeal and, and, and sentimental value. And I hope you guys can see it. It's a beer mug. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So a um, little bit of context to this. Um, Sarah and I live in the same area. It's a, it's a touristy area along the Delaware River that has, um, uh, has a couple cutesy towns. One is called Lambertville, New Jersey. The other is New Hope, Pennsylvania. They're right across from each other. If you've never been there and you have no idea what they're like, picture a, a couple of European villages almost, right, Sarah, like plunked yeah. down um, right along the Delaware River. So they have a very pretty old world appeal. And each year they, they have a festival called um, the Shad Festival. And it's, it's basically just um, an excuse to get a lot of people to come to town. They have vendors and artists line this line, the couple of the main streets and things of that nation or nature, excuse me. And um, people from New York City and Philadelphia, which both aren't too far away, come up for it. And it packs these little tourist towns and it's a lot of fun. And um, there used to be a brewery located right in the town of Lambertville, and it was called River Horse Brewery. And um, we'd always start our Shad Festival experience, I say we, my wife and I, um, at, um, at the brewery. And um, it has since moved out of town to a bigger, larger location. But I got this uh, mug there in 2007. It says Shad Fest 2007, River Horse Brewery, Lambertville, New Jersey. And the reason that I've always kept this one, and it's especially sentimental for me, is because this was the last summer that it was just my wife and myself before we started uh -huh. having ultimately three boys so it was the last <laughs> so it was the last time that we went we were able to have like adult fun and just kind of enjoy each other without other uh considerations so every time i look at this <laughs> i remember not only the fun of going to shad fest and and um but just that that last time of like relative carefreeness as as, as adults so that's a uh, and of course, it continues to put beer into my mouth, which is just <laughs> it serves that practical function as well. Yeah, it's, it's even more necessary now after kids, right? Right, Chris. Much more so, CJ, as you well know yourself. <laughs> yeah, um, I, 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 I forget if I wrote this somewhere, but like, but at least before COVID, it was always before kids, after kids. Now life is before COVID, after COVID. But yeah. 
that, that's, that's awesome. Actually, it reminds me, because as I was looking through my house for products to feature, um, you showing that glass reminded me of a good one I didn't grab, which is that um, when my wife went to, to Munich, and this is like 2008 kind of thing. Um, she brought me back one, one of those like beer steins, like, you know, yeah. when you see the movies and like the, the froth is overflowing. And like, I, I use that all the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> it, has, like, it has like, you know, the Munich Oktoberfest like branding on it. So yeah, yeah. So my point is beer plus promotional products are a winning combo, right? Right, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you were going to argue against that, CJ. All right, good. I love it. Um, all right, Sarah, what is, what's your second product? So I have something a little smaller. So this is a bookmark, and it's from a place called Herb Tandry Philosophy Books. And they're in, actually in Britain, where Chris just was, they're in Stroud, Gloucestershire, UK. And it's this, like, used philosophy book, bookstore in Gloucestershire. And I got it because I've never been to Britain, but what I used to do when I was in college, when I wanted to buy books, I would go on Amazon used and you can get them for like a dollar. And what I would do is I would actually, cause I'm a dork, I would write in the book where it came from. They would come from all over the world. Sometimes they've come from France. They've come from Britain. They've come from across the United States too, but sometimes they would actually put a bookmark into the book. So admittedly, I can't remember which book this came from from but this is probably from like 2007 I want to say but it's really stood up like I've used it a lot and it's in good shape it's it's a nice card stock it's got all of their locate can't really read it from here but it's got their locations their their um, contact information so I think it's just it's a very simple product but I've kept it all these years later especially since it's high quality it'll last as you keep reading keeps lasting through all the books and um yeah it's just it brings back a lot of memories of like finding you know cool finds on Amazon and good prices and then getting books from all over the world so yeah I think um bookmarks are of course like the the go-to thing for any kind of independent bookstores so any whenever I go on vacation I like to go to find like the independent bookstore and whenever you buy a book they always stick their little bookmark in so I mean it just it makes perfect sense for, yep. for a book so why wouldn't you do that mm -hmm. yeah low cost and if again if they're good quality they they have longevity yeah I have a confession I, I don't use bookmarks ever like am I the only person who, who like doesn't <laughs> use them I used to not but then I've, I've reformed <laughs> dare I ask what you use instead CJ uh, sandwiches by memory. <laughs> my memory. Oh, that's just a flex. Come on. Yeah. No, um, uh, I, I find that my daughter likes to use like things that are like this thick. Like she'll just, ugh. it's very, it's upsetting. I'm like, you have like a million bookmarks, put a bookmark in it, but she just likes to annoy me. So she'll just put like her phone in the, in the book or something like ridiculous. I'm like, that's not, oh, it's, it's not cool. I can sympathize, Teresa, maybe may, may because I'm, I'm the bad example, but my, my kids were both big readers. They they don't want to use bookmarks. All they do is take the take the book and like put it flat on the, flat on the ground, and it'll be there for like two months, and the spine is like completely warped. I'm like, you, you just ru ruined ruined your book. Use a bookmark. But again, who who am I to say? I should I shouldn't be casting stones. No comment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I never really thought about. I guess I'm. I'm an inconsistent bookmark user, but now I want to <laughs> I want to up my usage of it because <laughs> it serves a real practical value. Ah, well, the, the secondary purpose was to increase the, the bookmark sales in this industry. So you're welcome, bookmark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to send the commissions our way. Uh, Teresa, go ahead. What's your what's your second product? Okay. 
I actually did a last minute change. So I, 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 I have this. It is my little Eiffel Tower guy that I so got cute. when I was in Paris many years ago, sometime in the 90s. I can't remember exactly what year, but it definitely meets the more than 10 years criteria. But I went on like one of those EF tours, like educational trips. And it was noteworthy because I was with this other girl and we got lost for six hours trying to find our hotel. <laughs> Just like we kept walking around like, oh, I think I recognize that cafe from before. Okay, yeah, I know. I think I remember those those awnings, and we kept. I think we just kept going in circles, and then we finally found our hotel. But I mean, it was a pretty fun way to experience uh, the city. I just, you know, this was did before. You, did you buy the little stuffy while you were lost? Because that that yeah. that would be great. You're always like, oh, I was lost. Well, you know, pit stop. Let's buy a stuffy. Yeah. I did. I did. <laughs> and now now my my daughter's obsessed with the Eiffel Tower, and <laughs> this is hers now, of course. But I, it always makes me think of that that trip. And this was like pre cell phone. Well, I think, I mean, I guess some people had like cell phones, but you know, there was no smartphone. There was no like Googling it or, you know, looking on your GPS. So you, I, I didn't speak French and, you know, it was, it was, it was an interesting day, but that, that's my little, my little memory. That's cool. I, I, I love, I love that one. Like wandering around power, Paris for six hours and you got like, every time you look at your stuff, you're like, yep, I remember that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. That was a great one. Great one, Teresa. Thank you. All right, Chris, what's your next one? All right, I'm gonna. I, I I broke with the theme of old a little bit, but only because this was such a cool thing that I got just recently. So cool that I I don't even use it for its intended purpose, and then I know as long as I'm alive, 40 years from now, however many years from now, this will be sitting on like a shelf in my office or in my little man cave area. So what did it, without further ado, <laughs> um, it's another drinkware item. It's a, it's a Yeti tumbler. I'm going to try to get into Chris's secret. It says, thanks coach, Palisades Pirates, 2021-22. And then all the kids on the team, if you can see it, oh, sign awesome. their name right on there. And it's a Yeti too. So they, they were not, they did space. Nice. They had no expense with this one. So this is from the basketball team that I coached this past um, this past winter. It was a it was such a great group of kids. I've I've coached youth sports for about eight years, all manner of different youth sports. Um, and it's and it's always been fun for the most. Not always dealing with the parents, but dealing with the kids is almost always like a, a good time. But this group was like exceptionally good, not only for like their attitudes and how much fun they had but how much like better they got, like they exceeded their own expectations, like so much and like kind of got good. We ended up making, we, we went into the season hoping that we would like maybe win a couple games, maybe be competitive. We ended up making the playoffs. We made the semifinals. They lost to, we did, we lost by one point to the number one ranked team who ultimately won the whole thing in the final right after us. So these kids played so above themselves. They had so much fun doing it. And like, I had fun being part of it with them. And so they, so they got together and they got me this thing. So obviously it has like huge sentimental value for me. And they, the fact that they put their little signatures etched on it. And, you know, so I will, like I say, I don't even drink out of this. I will keep this for, you know, as long as I'm alive. And it'll always remind me of like that, a nice season that I had with these kids and with my one middle son who was on the team and was one of the better players. So it was just a, just a great, great time. So another one for the sentimental, uh, category <laughs> yeah so it doesn't qualify for the the 10-year mark but we know you're gonna you're gonna hang on well, to it for, yeah. for a yeah. while 
forever. So when we do this again in 10 years, maybe, yeah. maybe we're all, all in, in the metaverse, you'll we'll have to bring a, bring a, a, a digital facsimile of that just to, to yeah. show all, all of us. That sounds good. <laughs> cool. Love it. Great, great example. Yeah. Um, okay. So mine's like not a cherished possession, but it is old. And I think it like, it proves just sort of like, just sort of the staying power of promotional product. So, all right. So I'm going to, people can see this. It might be a little dark. Right on here. Here we go. So this is a roller, and it's from State Representative Ann Dandro, and it, it and this and she was a state representative in the, like the 1980s, 90s, and how did I so how did I come across this thing? Well, um, I was helping. It was like a few months ago. I was helping my dad um, empty out some stuff in the basement, and he has this old this old like workbench that belonged to his his uh, his uncle Ralph, and um, we go to we go to like to open it, empty some drawers, move things, and the, the, this roller this roller pops out. I'm like, oh my god, look at this old promotional product. This is this is this is cool. And like in like that geeky nerdy way that we can only <laughs> do as people who work in this industry. Um, so I held on to it. Like I, I took you know I took it home. I took a picture for Twitter because of course that that's the thing to do. And you know that I guess that would be the end of it. But it's been living on my desk ever since, right? And it's it's uh, and like I'm and it, like it probably it'll, it'll probably come handy at some point. Maybe my kids even borrowed it because they, they they draw and like they need they need a six inch ruler to be able to be able to to map their lines. Um, so does it have great sentimental value? Not particularly, right? But you know, it's just something that that's been that just found its way onto my onto my messy desk, and it's just been ha hanging out. And like I'm I'm not gonna throw it away because I'm gonna feel bad. Um, that I think it just shows like how again how how promos just stick around, right? Mm -hmm. People, it's hard it's hard for people it is hard for people to throw away things and they just end up working their way into your into your lives somehow. And Andrew, I'm gonna look her up. Yeah, so in the she, Connecticut State Representative. Okay, all right. And my favorite, my favorite part again, I, again, I don't know if you can see it. It says Anne Dandro says rule out drugs. That's my that's my favorite I part. Of it. <laughs> oh, I like the thematic tie-in with the ruler. There you yeah. go for the win. Yeah. Yeah, can, can, always, can always count on, on, a, on a good pun to, to carry your promo. Mm. <laughs> C, CJ, how did your dad come about come about having that in his workbench? As you know, did he have a story? Uh, so I guess it belonged to his, his uncle, and like so my. Like um, my dad has a lot of, of, of his dad's like tools and, and stuff. And so, um, you know, just, just like anything, like it was just in, in a drawer, right? And it was like this, this workbench that, that, my, that my great uncle had that he probably gave to my grandfather, then, then my dad took it. And wow. now, now it's in my, my possession, right? So I guess wow. there was that little family connection, even though I, I, doubt, I doubt my great uncle was using this all, all the time. But, <laughs> and CJ's, CJ's dad's from Connecticut. So that's the tie-in, Sarah. Even though oh, okay, gotcha. We had we had in our garage a bunch of matchbooks from like the fifties or sixties of Ohio, like Congress people, um, because of you know ha we used to live in my husband's grand grandparents' old house, and all the stuff that was in the garage moved with us to Pennsylvania, and then we moved again two years ago, so we were like clearing out like this old you know bureau full of like nuts and bolts and then there are all these like you know vintage matchbooks of random candidates it was pretty cool yeah that is cool not not for nothing by the way like i'm sure some of these old uh promo products like political or like uh brand things are probably actually worth like a decent bit of, bit of money if like people held on to it from like the 20s and 30s yeah. I agree. so 
there's like muse- I mean, there's like museum displays and even museums dedicated to that kind, of, like like the political swag and and, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, cool. So, on to our our last and final round. Um, right, well, let's let's switch the order. Oh, Chris, you you can go first. All right. Um, this one is 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 definitely the most m- mundane, if you will, of of my three. But but it's no, I would say less like Im- important in illustrating the point that we want to make about longevity. So it's just it is a basic hoodie, okay. So and if you could see it, there's a company called Title Box. This is a, a hoodie that my wife has had for probably about six or seven years. She hasn't worked for for this company in about in about that long. But this continues to be like her favorite, you know. If she's just having an informal day, she's got to go run a few errands or go to the store or do something like that. She wears this just because it's always chilly in Pennsylvania and and, uh, and it's so comfortable. So yeah, I don't want to be too dated. She, she, she left this company. She's not a big, we'll say she's not the biggest fan of the company that she used to work for, but she still wears the swag that they got her <laughs> because it's just such a stinking comfortable sweatshirt, you know? So she, so, so because they invested and got her like, you know, a decent quality um, hoodie that fits her and everything, she continues to be a walking billboard for them long years after she has stopped uh, working for them. And um, even though she doesn't necessarily have the most positive feelings about them anymore. So, yeah, yeah, that's so funny because you remember a couple of years ago when Patagonia was saying they were not going to allow like logos because people move companies and they're not going to wear the stuff anymore. But you're mm-hmm. saying the opposite is true. If it's something as good as like a Patagonia you yeah. know, jacket or something, people are going to still wear it, even if it's not the company they work for. Yeah, like she just she just likes it because it's comfortable and she 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 wears it everywhere, even though she has no affiliation with with that with that company anymore. It's just a comfortable hoodie that she likes. So they get a free ad out of her every time she she goes out, you know. <laughs> so that's my third. Not not with the sentimentality of the others, but I, I think still really good at illustrating how quality can can make a product last and usefulness. Uh, bottom line, you can be a, a bad company doing terrible things, but as long as you have great, <laughs> great swag and merch. Okay? Yeah. You're set. You're, you're, set. you're in the clear, right? No, I don't want to. I don't want to get sued. They're not a bad company doing terrible things. She just was done with them. Like it's 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 all good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I think yeah, a great 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 example. Like uh, like I, I you know we all have things with like sponsor logos on. You don't you may not agree with the the, the sponsor, but it, hey, it's a nice shirt, right? Yeah. Or, or, or hoodie in this case. It's a great yeah. great great example. Sarah. So. Actually, very similar to what Chris had. I have this sweatshirt is probably from, I don't know, 2002. It's probably 20 years old, but I used to go down. So this is, it's, it says CMBP, but it stands for Cape May Beach Patrol. Cape May is in New Jersey, very bottom of New Jersey, as far as you can go in New Jersey. And it's where I vacationed my whole life. It's where my whole family goes and we have a house there. And I don't get down there as much as I used to, unfortunately. But when I was like a teenager, I'd go down for weeks at a time. And um, every year we would, like college, every year we'd get like a sweatshirt for that year. So this is my 2002 edition. And I can't tell you how much I love this sweatshirt. Like it is in such good shape. It still looks brand new. Shout out to who made it. Oh, jerseys. It's a jerseys new blend. No, not a pill on it. Like it is in perfect shape. The screen print is really smooth. Like you can't even feel it. It's like, it's always been like that. It's almost like a, 
Did it's it always like, look like that, Sarah? Like, it, so it, look, it looks very vintage and faded. Did it always yeah, look like that? It, this is how it's always looked. It's You can't even feel the screen print. It is like, it's awesome. It, I just, like Chris's wife, I just throw this on whenever. Like, it's good for everything. It fits me perfectly. I will have this sweatshirt forever until it's ripping and falling off me. But it brings back a lot of really good memories of the beach and the boardwalk and throwing this on like like at night on the boardwalk and just a lot of really fond memories. But I'm obsessed with this sweatshirt. It is my number one go-to sweatshirt. Oh, <laughs> cool. yeah, that's great. Uh, you know, shore stops and, and yeah, shops, yeah. they're they're full of full of, you know, uh, branded logos, apparel, other things. And it's a tre treasure trove of, of promos. So mm -hmm. that's a great example. Thank you, Sarah. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right, Teresa, let's see your, your final product. Mine is, this is the most sentimental one I have. Mm. So I saved it for last. And it's my little Ralph mug. <laughs> it's probably, he's got to be almost 40 or maybe, maybe over 40. I'm not sure. Uh, and on the bottom, it says Sigma, the tastemaker. I don't know what brand that is, but this is really special to me because this is the mug that my dad used to make hot cocoa for me when I was a little kid. <laughs> yeah, and I kept it, and now I make hot cocoa for my daughter in it. So. Oh, cute. <laughs> yeah, I love this little guy. I mean, he's actually really hard to clean because he's got all these weird, like, nooks and crannies. So I <laughs> do it by hand, and it's kind of a pain, but I can never get rid of him. He's just too too special. Oh, that's great. Yeah, um, I love the story. Uh, and I, I actually, my my last one is sort of similar. It's actually not not mine, but it's my wife's. But I had our Alex Alarm Clock. <laughs> so, Whoa. so this is this is my <laughs> this is my my wife when she was a kid. Um, oh. Her and her dad uh, loved Alf. They would, they would watch watch it together all the time. And so she had this oh. alarm clock growing up. Um, and she told me it wasn't super accurate. Like it, it might be within like five. Like the alarm might be within like ten minutes of where you said. <laughs> <laughs> um you know right now right now right now there's no batteries no batteries in it but uh, you know, it was in it was in her parents house for the longest time and then after college when she like when she, you know, came back home and then and moved out um, she got up a bunch of her things including including her clock um and then it's just been with her ever ever since and it's in our house now it's, it sits on our it sits on our bookcase we don't use it as a clock but it's just a it's just a you know a nice memento reminds her of you know of her childhood uh, you know and just like just like Teresa's right just like all the all the positive feelings um, that that come back when when she when she sees this. I'm gonna steal. I'm gonna steal that. That thing's too. <laughs> <laughs> does it make yeah. noise? Does it talk? Does he talk? Oh, you know what? I I, I think so. I, like I, I it's been a, a long time, and so I'd have to put the batteries in and see and see what. See what it what it says, but it, it, pro it probably does. So yeah. Um, cool. I, these were these were great examples. Um, is there just to sort of put a bow on it? Um, any any themes or thoughts to come, come to us just talking about these things? Not more than what, but yeah, I think you've already you guys have all what we've highlighted just that you know that 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 memories and moments in time are associated with with certain products and. You know they they serve as, as keepsakes, um, and they also because of that because of that association you have, you continue to use them, so they continue to promote whatever that thing might be. In some cases, still still relevant, like my uh, that Shadfest glass I show. They still have Shadfest every year. Riverhorse Brewery still a brewery, so anytime I'm drinking that, that's a promotion for them. They have that sentimental association, and then also just the practical like the practical. If you give people things that are useful, 
you know, and that are made well, that will last, like they'll continue to, 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 to use them and it'll continue to promote whatever brand is, is, is logoed on them. Those, those would be my reflections. Yeah, I agree with all of that. And sometimes it's things that are not really relevant anymore, like ALF, but, you know. Yeah. Definitely, definitely <laughs> ALF, a ALF is always relevant. Yeah, ALF is always relevant. That was a good show. But. Yeah, I think, you know, it's really um, a testament to products that are made well. And, you know, I think our industry has, unfortunately, a reputation of kind of being stuff that promotes something quickly and then it's thrown away. But there's a case to be made for, you know, promo that lasts. And I, I, I can't get over how good this sweatshirt looks. <laughs> Shout out to Jersey's new blend. Like it's, I mean, it looks brand new and I've had it for 20 some years. Like I, that's incredible. I mean, I, I just think that, you know, it, it's just, it really behooves companies to, um, you know, provide quality product. And when you provide a quality product and like Chris, your Shadfest glass, I mean, the, the silk screen looks really good. Like sometimes it starts to rub off, you know, and mm -hmm. that's still there. Like, like, like shout out for, you know, good quality product, good quality imprint. Um, when you have those two together, plus you combine it with like a memorable time for someone it's, it's a, it's a win. Like it's gonna, it's gonna stick around for a while. Yeah. I, I would add that. So, um, like food gifts, for example, that's been a, a huge trend in, in recent years. And there's, there's other items like that, that, that they're an experience, right? Like you, you consume the product and you're not keeping the food wrapper, right? You're not like, but you still remember who gave it to you. And, and so that, you know, that, 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 that works, right. Um, that, that has powerful brand recognition. Um, but as we showed today, all these products that aren't a consumable, they, they stick around and the, and because there's sort of a, a physical presence to it, um, has that added connection. It's like, why, you know, why do we take pictures when we go, when we go on vacation, right? Some, something to cap capture that memory. Well, the, these products do the same thing. When, when you see that product, it brings you back to a to a to a time and place. Even even the ones that aren't tied to a specific um, experience, you know, it just it, it may, you maybe you recall where where just where you were at that point in your in your life. And so I, I think I think that's a huge value, and it, it and it shows and it shows like what why these why these products products matter, right? It's not just sort of like a commoditized commoditized. Uh, piece of plastic. It's, it's something that has value far beyond what, what the actual monetary value is because they do become a, a part of your life. And, that, and that's why they have such, such, such longevity, you know, as we talked about today. Cool. Well, that, I, um, thank, thank you all. This is, you know, a, um, great, great examples. And I hope, hope our viewers and listeners take, take away um, some, some thoughts and, and reflect about the items that are in their, their lives and, and perhaps, you know, have great, great meaning to them. So again, thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you, Chris. Thank you all, all for listening and watching and have a great day.